You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So we have the great resignation. Millions of people are quitting their jobs in pursuit of better jobs. And we're seeing that for a lot of folks, finding that better job has meant actually saying goodbye to working for someone else altogether. Ronnie Mola from Recode, what's going on? So a lot of these people are starting their own businesses. They don't want someone else to be their boss. They want to be their own boss. And we've seen a record number of applications for new businesses. The number of people in America filing the paperwork to start a business hit a record 5.4 million in the year just ended. The Census Bureau says that new business applications are up 30 percent since 2019. Importantly, the people starting these businesses now are a much broader swath of Americans than it's previously been. You have a lot more women and people of color, even people without college degrees. And that could sort of reverse a decades-long decline in the rate of new businesses. And what do we know about all these new businesses? Well, we know that some of the biggest jumps are in industries like retail, especially non-store retail, where you don't have to have a location. And that's for a variety of reasons. You know, in the pandemic, people aren't going to physical locations as much. Also, the barrier to entry is easier because you don't have to, you know, build a store. You could just kind of open up something on an online platform. You also have lots of people opening up businesses and things like construction or transportation and warehousing, which go along with the pandemic. You know, people are getting stuff off of Amazon or they're making their house better because they spend all of their time in it. And you spoke to a number of new business owners. Did they give you a good idea of why they decided to head out on their own and why they decided to do it now? Yeah, I mean, everyone has their own reason. But I think if there is one like singular thing, it's that the pandemic made them rethink their lives and see how, you know, life is short. What should I be doing now? What do I want to be doing? For a lot of people, that was, you know, I want to spend more time with my kids. I want more work flexibility. I, you know, I hate my boss or uh, I just want more control over my destiny, especially in this like very chaotic environment. Like it feels at least like if you're running your own business, like you have a say in the outcome. I talked with a woman named Kimberly Blackman. She used to be an HR professional, worked at a furniture company, and, you know, that was never her, like, real love. She's had this side job where she was doing skincare. It actually started doing pretty well during the pandemic. And she also had this realization, you know, she's working as HR in this company that's laying off all of these people and getting rid of their health benefits during a global health crisis. She feels terrible. You know, this isn't the thing she loves. And she said something like, part of the reason I considered leaving my job was, you know, I could die tomorrow with coronavirus and 
I won't have gotten to do what I want to do. And what she wanted to do was create sort of this big medispa, like all these skin treatments and different things like that. And she likes it and she wants to be her own boss and she wants to be the boss she has never had. And as a woman of color, she's felt that like a lot of her ideas haven't been listened to, that people don't listen to people of color as thoroughly. And so she wants to be a better mentor for the people who work for her. I also talked to this woman named Emily Keller. She was a tech product designer and she'd always been a baker, but during lockdown started baking a lot more, posting photos of her macarons on Instagram. People were like, oh, that's so cool. Could I buy this? And she was like, you know, what if I started giving baking what I really like all of this energy that I've been giving to my job? and haven't felt that much reward from it. I think she said something like, you know, I made all these things, all these apps, and it just, I don't really get to see where they go or what happens to them. Now I get to bake for people and I get to see them enjoy it. People had this realization during the pandemic that they weren't doing what they really wanted to be doing. And now for a variety of reasons, they've been able to start their own businesses. And I have to admit, hearing all of these stories, it does make me wonder about my passion and what I should be doing and how I can get some of those macarons. What's your passion, Adam? Podcasting. Podcasting and crochet. Got it. Great. <laughs> so these stories and also the statistics make it obvious that a lot of people are starting new businesses, but is it a good time to be a new business owner? And what's making it possible for these folks to get started? Yeah, I mean, because the economy is so strong, on one end, that's good for business. On the other end, you know, if your business fails you can go get your job back or go get another job. Um, one of the experts I talked to said something like, now is a really good time to start a business and like it's more possible than it has been. There are some things that have happened over the past decade or so, like healthcare marketplaces that make it so that small business owners could go get healthcare in ways that they weren't able to before. The Biden administration changed the amount of money you could make and still access these exchanges. And then I think really importantly is the technology that makes it less of a lift for people to start their businesses. You know, this is like a huge learning curve for people who who haven't had a business before. There's a lot of stuff that you don't think about, like paying your taxes and how do you pay your employees and what to do and how to get licensing. It just, just like there's a variety of things that are difficult that software has made sort of easier. You also have more robust or mature online marketplaces on which you could sell things. You know, it's not like you're building things from scratch. You could go sell things on Amazon now or you could go sell things on Etsy. Even things like good broadband connections and higher digital literacy make it so that a broader swath of the population can access these tools, can access a larger marketplace for their goods. Right. Well, if I can play the devil's advocate for a second, I've always heard that most new businesses fail within the first few years, or at least they're at most risk uh, early on. So what are some of the big challenges ahead for these new business owners? You know, you're absolutely right. It's just really hard to start a new business. As you said, most of them fail pretty early on. You have to forego regular paychecks. It takes a long time, even for businesses that are ultimately successful, to be profitable. So, you know, you're not bringing in a check every week necessarily. So you have to have quite a bit of cushion. Also, the government policy for small businesses isn't as beneficial as it is for employees at bigger businesses. Things like taxation and how much you're paying for healthcare and your ability to pool retirement and other benefits just isn't at the same level as it is for larger employers. That said, you know, everyone I talked to was aware of the risks and they were pretty optimistic. You know, everyone thinks that like, well, they could make it. And I guess it's just going to be interesting to see who does. 
Well, I also have to think about as we've lived through this great resignation, we're seeing the immediate effects, people starting new businesses and, you know, sort of the, the world changing around us. I wonder what is going to happen in 10 years or 20 years. Are we going to look back and look at this period as one where American entrepreneurship and creativity really blossomed and it totally changed the world and like the biggest companies in the future were started in this sort of difficult time? Yeah, I mean, it, it very well could be, you know, if someone gave me the example, and this might not be a fair example, but, you know, back in the 1990s, you have Amazon and Google starting up and, you know, now they're the biggest companies out there. And they were just, they were new businesses at one point. You know, if we have a record number of businesses starting out now, who knows what's going to be the next big thing. Ronnie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Today's episode was produced by Taylor Macon. The mix and sound design was by Melissa Ponce from Hemlock Creek. I'm Adam Clark Estes. Thanks for listening.